Welcome to the Farmer's Voice. I'm Alan Watts with Kentucky Farm Bureau. On today's program, we visit with Mike Montgomery from Jackson County. Mike, tell us about your farming operation. Well, I'm uh, 68 years old. I'm retired from the Bluegrass Army Depot, where I worked for 31 years after I got out of the Air Force for five. Uh, Farming-wise, my son-in-law and I, uh, we run cattle, mainly as our cattle and hay is the main farming we do. Uh, we've got probably, I don't know exactly with the case, we've probably got about 40 head right now, counting case, 40 to 50 head. Uh, mainly we run uh, Black Angus and Gelvie, and uh, we cut enough hay to feed the cattle. We don't, uh, we're not into the hay selling business per se. We sell a few rolls a year, but not a lot because we usually, uh, the hay we have is usually eaten up our cattle, so. But that's pretty much the extent of our farming as far as the as far as the beef business goes. But that's what we do. Now you you're located in Jackson County, right? That's correct. Yeah. Tell me about the history of the farm, Mike. Is it you first generation, or been in the family several years, or what? Well, really, uh, it's first generation. My son-in-law, of course, you know, in this part of the country, growing up when I grew up. If you if you weren't raised on a farm, you still worked on farms. So that's the only way you had to make any money. And of course, I was raised hauling hay and tobacco and things that now is obsolete, you know. And uh, but this is a first generation farm. My son-in-law really started from scratch. I tried to help him a little, but we've got a we bought a fifty-six acre farm, and now we've got the uh, the farm I live on. We've got twenty or thirty acres there. And, uh, and, 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 uh, his dad owns a farm that he doesn't farm. So Matt farms it. There's probably 40, 50 acres there. So we, we basically run about probably 125, 150 acres, something like that. All told, of course, you know, with cattle, you're all time moving back and forth from weaning pens to summer graze and all this. So it's, it's been a work in progress for us. It's, uh, when you're, first generation like my son-in-law is as far as farming business it's so expensive to get in the business you know buying your equipment and, and uh, but he's been at it and i've helped him for about the last 10 years and we're getting pretty well set up now we've got we've got enough tractors and brakes and mowing machines that uh, that we do pretty well and we probably running about all the stock that we can handle on our property so we're we're pretty much been selling our calves uh, as they come market time, other than our, you know, our herd that we decide to keep. What gave him the idea? What gave you guys the idea to get in the farming in the first place, Mike? Well, I've always wanted to farm. To tell you the truth, my dad uh, worked at the Jackson County RECC, is what it called at that time. Now it's called Jackson Energy. And I don't know. It's always a dream of mine to farm. And my son-in-law. It was his dream, too, and now that he's got these three boys, uh, really, I think we do it mainly for them. We hope that gives them something to keep them out of trouble. You know, kids today need something to do and uh, and to learn how to work. And uh, hopefully, of course, you never know what the future holds, but hopefully that's the future of our farm is to pass it on to these three boys. Tell me a little bit about you and your involvement in organizations there in your community, Mike. Well, I'm retired, like I said, in the Bluegrass Army Depot in Richmond. I, right now, I work part-time at the Lakes Funeral Home. Uh, 
uh, on days we have funerals, I'm an attendant. I park cars, drive hearse, I help people. I don't, of course, I'm obviously not an embalmer or anything. I don't do anything like that. Uh, that takes up part of our time. And then, uh, uh, in addition to the farming, of course, I, I mow four or five acres around here. I mow, I've got my, my son-in-law's place and my place. And so I spend a lot of time mowing, like you said, and like I just got off the mower today. Uh, as far as community involvement, of course, I'm obviously on the Farm Bureau board. Uh, I served three years on the Roundup board for Jackson Energy back seven or eight years ago. That was an interesting, uh, run. Are you familiar with the Roundup? No, what, what is that? Tell me a little bit about that. Well, it's uh, all the customers, for instance, Jackson Energy covers seven counties in this area, I think. They supply all the electricity. It's an electrical company. And the Roundup Board and the Roundup Program, where they get funded from, is, is uh, the customers, if they agree, they're asked if they want their bills to be rounded up to the next nearest dollar. So it's a, a small investment per customer, but in the end, when you've got thousands of customers, uh, they have a pretty good account. I don't know what it's running now. When I left, we turned over several thousand dollars a year, and the Roundup Board meets quarterly to decide we accept uh, we accepted applications from people that needed uh, uh, things done, money, and of course we had a. We had rules to go by. It had to benefit the county and had to benefit the community. It wasn't just for one person or whatever. But I feel like it really did a lot of good. So I enjoyed that. But it's one of those three-year programs you cycle out after three years. Uh, I'm in the DAV, the color guard of the DAV. We do uh, military funerals. That takes up part of my time around this area. We're the only active unit in Jackson County or in Alsley County and a lot of Lee County we do. Part of Laurel, so matter of fact, I just got a text a while ago said we had a funeral Saturday, but uh, I'm pretty active in that. And then, of course, chasing grandsons, I've got a ball game six o'clock, <laughs> coach pitch. You know, they're big enough to play coach pitch now, so I stay pretty active. I feel like I do in the community anyway. What, uh, as far as you and your son and all, what's your biggest challenges out there in farming this day and time? Well, our biggest challenges is uh, is costs. I mean, uh, a perfect example is fertilize. You know, where you're trying to uh, cut hay, fertilize for the past couple of years has almost crippled the farmers around here. I don't know very few that fertilized at all last year when it was so high, but, of course, everybody's kind of getting back in the groove this year, but it's still uh, it's a challenge. It really is, and uh, that I would say that's our biggest concern is cost you know everything's so high but uh, it's just something you have to combat i always i i've i've found out over the years that you better have a pretty good job if you're going to try to farm makes sense for sure what about what do you enjoy about farming what do you like about being on the farm there mike well i like being out uh we enjoy being out on the farms i got up turkey hunted on our farm this morning and uh, it's just the pleasure of being out. And uh, and farming is something that you can, uh, if you spend the day working at farming, whatever you're doing with the cattle or fencing or whatever, you can look back and see that you've accomplished something. It's a visual thing, you know. And I feel like it's good for the community. And it's good for my family. You know, you know where all your beef comes from that you eat. 
You don't have to buy it from the store. You don't have to worry about the, uh, all this stuff they give. You know, you don't know what, what cattle's been given that you buy. So that's, you know, that's something. And you mentioned your grandsons. That's a lot of the reason you do it, isn't it? Yeah, that's probably the main reason. It's it's obviously not the money because we, uh, in a small business like ours, we just we just try to make ends meet. You know, if we can come out even at the end of the year, pretty much, then we count as a success. And you know, if you've got property, you've got to do something with it. You can't you can't just let it sit. So if you don't run cattle or horses or something on it, you're going to spend all your time bush hogging. So uh, it makes your farm look better. And I, I we got the I told you that one farm we bought that we call the wire collar 50. It's, I think it's 56 acres. We just, my son-in-law just got it fenced last year and we'd always cut hay on it, but now we've got cattle running on it. So that's, that's a sense of achievement to go out there and see your, see part of your herd out grazing where you, where you fenced it. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's quite fulfilling. I like it. You know, of course it's not for everybody, I guess, but, uh, we enjoy it. Our guest today on the Kentucky Farm Bureau Farmer's Voice, Mike Montgomery from Jackson County. I'm Alan Watts for Kentucky Farm Bureau.